Holy. Be Holy is a broadcast ministry of believers dedicated to saving the souls of all men and women. We teach the words of God that people all over the world may hear the voice of God and obey Him. God doesn't want to show us His wrath or His anger. He just wants us to repent and be holy. And after one repents, he or she can be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, but certainly not before they repent. Listen, we really can't even discuss prayer until one repents. Yes, hell is making its way towards the unrepentant heart, but it is Be Holy's commandment and mission to warn everybody, not to control, to warn. The Word of God is spirit and it's life. That's why we take the Word of God seriously. We're not using shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We're not trying to trick anyone or change the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all those who are honest and live by truth. They know the truth. They realize that we are telling the truth. Listen, friend, we've been preaching and teaching for over 20 plus years and the Lord Jesus is satisfied with our efforts and we want to keep it that way. Next on Be Holy. God is fair. Yes, he is. He is. All right, listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad that you're with us on today. Don't you hear my radio voice? (laughs) Listen, I enjoy doing this thing for you. I enjoy. Listen, it really helps me, too. It's not just you. It's helping me, too. I'm actually able to hear God tell me what to say and show me what to look at and pay attention to that and see that you never saw this before. And then he shows me something new. And then I'm able to tell you guys as he's showing it to me. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. And the wonderful thing is, um, I had been preaching forever. You know, 20 plus years. Yeah, but that's not forever. You know, there are a lot of people who've been preaching 50 years. 70 years, I guess. You know? And the wonderful thing about it is, God is still fair, regardless of how long you've been doing whatever it is that you are doing. If you enjoy it, God is fair. And even if you don't enjoy it, God is still fair. He's fair in everything. And we're going to talk about that today. God being fair everywhere. And he's, he's, he's ruling with fairness. Even from his throne, even from heaven, he's ruling with fairness. He's not killing everybody. You understand what I'm saying? He's not just taking everybody out just because we deserve to be taken out. He doesn't do that. He's not doing it. He's, he's fair. Even when sinners, listen. Sinners make mistakes all the time. Christians make believers make mistakes all the time. Either way, God is still fair. He's still fair to the believer. He's fair to the unbeliever. That's how you can trust him. He's fair both ways. And by him being fair, you know that he's not against you as in going to tear you apart or going to ruin your family because of this and ruin your family because of that or ruin you because of this or ruin me because of that. Mm -mm. He's fair. He knows what we don't know. He knows that we're only acting on what we don't know. Listen, when you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do better. And we talk about that. We talk about that. Even even God says it. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They didn't know what they, they know not what they do. They don't know it. So if God knows that, he knows everything else and he can be fair with you me your family your community your church uh your children your your mom your i mean everybody he can be fair with everybody and so us believing and being children of god means that we have to do the same thing we have to be fair in our thinking 
fair in our opinions. Fair. Or you can have your own opinion and it'd be totally against everything, but you still have to be fair. Because God's fair. And listen, and when people know that you're fair, they'll be more apt to listen to you. When they realize that you're a fair judgment or that you have fair judgment or you're a fair judge of character, they'll listen to you a little more. The one thing about uh, people and God being fair is that a lot of them don't know that he is fair. And so they decide not to listen to him. Hmm. Just because somebody else told them not to like him. You know, yeah, your body knows better. Your body knows better. But some kind of way we've learned to not listen to God because we think he's not fair. He's fair. He is fair. Think about all the things that we've done wrong, all of us, and we're still breathing. You get what I'm saying? According to his uh, his personality of being God or the truth of him being God, we have no righteous standing. We're guilty all over the place. All of us. All, all We're all guilty. We should all be in jail. We should all be locked up. We should all be going to hell. But you know what he did? He came back and says, okay, even though that's true, you all have sinned. You all have come short. You all should be going to hell. You all should go to the hot place. God has made it to where we could sidestep his judgment, his righteous judgment like that, where he's, he's right in that judgment where we all should be destroyed but he turns around and says hey i'm gonna make a way for you to go through this door here sidestep this and sidestep that to where you don't have to go through that judgment that i've already proclaimed that it can't be changed you can't you can't do nothing with it and he made it to where we were forgiven for those very things that made us guilty we're forgiven but those who don't know that they're forgiven they're going to approach God a whole nother way and never go through those doors, never walk that way, never walk the way they're supposed to walk in God's sight. They don't care what God's opinion is about what they're doing. When they don't know, it's going to be bad for them. It's going to be bad for them. And I'm only saying it because it could have been bad for me. It could be bad for you. We're only hoping that God... Uh, is saving us that God is, is is taking away our sins that's our hope because we still live in this life and this life is something else I tell you that we're going to go to Psalm chapter 9 or Psalm 9 verse number 7 Psalm 9 verse number 7 which says this but the Lord reigns forever executing judgment from his throne the Lord reigns forever executing judgment from his throne where he sits is where he executes judgment and we don't want to be in that that line when he's executing judgment we just don't want to do that uh but he reigns forever executing judgment for, from his throne verse number eight he will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness he will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord, verse number nine, the Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. In other words, if you're 
uh, oppressed in whatever manner. It doesn't matter. Whatever manner you are oppressed in, you need to go to the Lord. You know, sure, we can talk to our politicians and our congressmen. We can talk to all of them, and that's good. But the one who can do something about your being oppressed is God. Remember, he said, well, who the sun sets free is free. So when God set you free, you're free. And he set it up through the flesh of the sun. The sun was the one who took away the sins of the world. Past, present, and future. He took away those sins. We're forgiven. All we have to do is believe and start walking like we believe. Start uh, acting like we believe. Put our behavior as if we're believing. Our behavior should match our believing. Hmm. Verse number 10. Also, no, in verse number nine, if you're pressed, go to God. A refuge in time of trouble. He's the place that you go when you need help. A refuge, a place of covering. You go to him. In other words, we're in the place of covering right now. According to God's law, all of us are supposed to go to hell because we all sinned and we need a savior. And we're in need of a refuge. And Jesus is that refuge. The Lord. Verse number 10. Those who know your name trust in you. When you know the Lord's name, you'll trust in him. See, the thing about it is you got to find out who the Lord's and what the Lord's name is. Once you find out what his name is, then you'll know who he is. Hmm. Those who know your name trust in you for you, O oh Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. He doesn't abandon he doesn't abandon people who are searching for him. He doesn't do that. We as people do that. People searching for us and we hide out or stay away from them. But it says here, the Lord, mm -mm, he does not abandon those who search for him. So if you're searching for him, you can find him. I mean, for now, you can find him later. You might not be able to find him. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek him while he may be found. So there, there's coming a day you ain't going to be able to find him. There comes a time when you don't, you can't find him. For you, O oh Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Verse number 11. Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the world about his unforgettable deeds. See, when you're a believer, you walk around telling everybody about what God has done for you. You tell everything about <clears throat> you tell everybody about what God is doing. His deeds you're talking about. You know how we talk about other people's deeds when they're in trouble? Oh, you know what? They did this and they were in sin and they did this and they they killed that person. They murdered this and they were doing that and they were doing this and they did that. We tell about everybody else's bad deeds. Well, when you become a believer, you start working on telling everybody about God's good deeds. Hmm? You're not talking about people anymore. You're talking about God. You've changed. You've changed. And, and that's a good thing to change. You start talking about how good God is and all of his deeds and everything he's done. Verse number 12. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless. Hmm. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who 
who suffers. He don't. He, he just don't do that. We as people do things like that. We see people on the corner. We see that they need help and we don't help them. Mm, God don't do that. God's not like us. Verse number 13. Lord, have mercy on me. See how my enemies torment me. Snatch me back from the jaws of death. Mm. We all know, uh, you know, uh, we all feel like this at certain times. Have mercy on me, Lord. Hmm. Don't you ever say that? Regardless of what you've been and what you've been doing, regardless of what you've been smoking and what you, who you did wrong, God have mercy on me. I don't know about anybody else, Lord. Have mercy on me. Hmm. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. Our Be Holy podcast is at Podbean. Or contact us at beholy116 at gmail.com or 614-268-7757. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. And for your convenience, you can now text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. Again, the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And we thank you for your support. Be holy.